everybody. How's everybody doing on this wonderful Wednesday? Busy day. Sorry that I've been uh, not online for the last over a week. I was actually away out in Mexico. Um, great weather. Went uh, first five days were incredible. Um, boy, was it a storm though uh, for a lot of people in this country. So I hope everybody's safe. Hope, hope everybody had a fantastic holiday, no matter where you were. Um, and a lot of people struggled with uh, traveling, but um, hopefully you're still, uh, you made it through. Um, I really want to talk about a bunch of things today, but one thing in particular, because this is sort of the basis of why I I do the work that I do, and I'm so passionate about what I do. Um, this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. Um, I've been training for over 20 years real dog training, like rehabbing dogs, not just basic obedience. There's basic obedience, there's behavior modification, there's aggression rehab, um, and I do all of that. We work with some really, really challenging dogs. Um, we post up a ton of content. We put out so much helpful information. We put up so much transparency to the point where we really open ourselves up to constant criticism, which is fine. I don't mind that because what the offset is, is that we um, the offset is is we we're going to uh, be able to help so many people, so many people. Um, a lot of people will let us know, and a lot of people just stay in silent. Ironically, sometimes it's better to stay silent because you don't get the, the amount of nonsense that we get. But what I'm trying to do is expose the hypocrisy in this industry. What I'm trying to do is expose the nonsense, the ideology, the cult-like behavior that folks will believe in um, to the point where they don't actually care about the human, they don't care about the results, um, um, they don't care about um, the success of the owner, the happiness of the owner. They don't care about any of that. They don't care about any of that whatsoever. Um, I've been doing social media and on, well, since social media started, but I've been online for 20 years in one form or another, podcasting for 13 years, done thousands of podcasts, traveled the world doing almost 300 seminars, um, working with most, some of those challenging dogs out there. We, we put up a lot of our before, during, and after. And since we, um, since we put that stuff up there, what we're going to get is we're going to get varying professionals. And if you're polite, I'm more than happy to leave it up there or at least answer. I can't answer all the questions. Keep in mind of all the different platforms we have and all the different um, direct messages, emails, things like that. That's why we offer these free podcasts so people have an opportunity to actually ask us questions. We make ourselves available for them. But also... If you're really in need, you can actually just hire us for a one-on-one -on -one online consult. You can put your dog into a boarding train. Um, there's a lot of ways to get help. Uh, sometimes people just don't want to make the effort. Um, imagine, imagine you've got a dog and you the dog attacks other dogs. The dog doesn't know any obedience. The dog is out of control on the leash, and you can't take that dog anywhere. 
Just imagine that. And many of you have dogs like that. You're afraid to walk your dog down the street. You're afraid to pass other dogs. You're afraid to um, uh, you're afraid to bring your dog in public. You're embarrassed. Your dog weighs about as much as you. This is a golden retriever. I'm going to show you a video clip of it right now. So imagine walking by a dog and the dog lunges out and bites the dog. It happens all the time. At a minimal, it will highly react to the dog. So just imagine that. Many of you can relate. You have gone to trainers. You have talked to your vet. You've gone to a behaviorist. You've worked your ass off and you've tried and nothing has worked. This is common. This is very, very common. They're not lazy people. They've just been getting the wrong information. They've gone through multiple trainers. And the dog is still dangerous. The dog is still not um, doing it all um, anywhere close to where it could be out in public. And then you find us, like many people do, and you end up researching us and then sending your dog to a board and train at our facility. So this is the dog in question. There's no sound on this. Let's go backwards a little bit on this, though. Let's go backwards right there. So she walked by this dog. She walked by this dog right here. Do we all see this? See how the dog is leaning in. This is what I mean by like, a lot of people will say this white dog's not doing anything. If this dog was off leash, it would be running into this dog. And these dogs can sense that. So the dog walks by. Look at this dog. Look at the golden retriever. How it just walks by in a perfect heel. Okay. And then she turns around and says she's shocked. And then she says she'll say chomped. Um, that would have been like a chomp. That dog, her dog, a month ago would have attacked that dog. Okay. Now she's in a bookstore. And the dog is literally calm and going wherever she wants to go. All she has is a leash on the dog that she's using. There's probably a remote collar on the dog. We remote collar train all the dogs. But the dog's probably just walking on a leash, slip lead. Then the dog's in a downstay, and she's walking around. This dog didn't know any commands. He's just lying down there in a busy bookstore. She's walking around. And dog's just hanging out. She's going wherever she wants to. She walks up to the dog. Dog still holds it downstay. She says, break. The dog releases. Okay. This is somebody who's been busting their ass. Um... This is somebody that's been busting their ass for a long time to get their dog to even walk out in public. And she hasn't been able to do that. And now finally, um, she is able to do it. So a lot of people like that. And that video has been up since... October 29th, I checked it because I had to download it to my computer. And I'm like, well, how do I find this video? Um, so 
let me just show you a comment that came in yesterday, like way after the fact. This is a public comment, so I'll read the person's name. I never read names, but it's a public comment. It was on our page. I hope this is from Melanie McDermott. Melanie McDermott commented on that video after we, and there's a narrative about like how all of the things I just described is in the narrative. Hope this was done force-free and without any coercive techniques. That's the comment. This is after the fact. So after, after seeing how this dog would have attacked that other dog, and after seeing this dog walk nicely next to the person, and after seeing the dog being very, very obedient and not caring about anything in the world, and after seeing how ecstatic the owner was. This is very important. How ecstatic the owner was, is, still to this day. And then after the fact, somebody's like, I hope this was done force-free. And, and the reason why I'm pointing this out is because, number one, when I, my, the, the title of this is Stop Being an Asshole Ideologist. This person is an asshole ideologist. And I'm more than welcome if Melanie McDermott wants to come on my show and do a side-by-side -side and have a conversation about this. I don't care. Come on. But I hope this was done force-free without any course of techniques. First of all, did you not see the video? Did you not see the happiness in the, in the human? Did you not see the relaxation of the dog? If you were the owner of that white dog and that dog went to lunge at you and you yanked the leash back, which is not force-free and it is using coercion, would you yell at that person for using force and coercion because they kept their dog from biting your dog? Or would you still stick to the ideology that stop using force in your dog, let this dog bite my dog? But this is what I mean by the ideologists. They don't care about results and they don't care about owners and they sure as fuck don't care about the dog. And multiply this times millions of people who are out there who are being brainwashed by this ideology. First of all, there is no such thing as force-free when it comes to dog training. It is impossible. I will prove anybody wrong. And a lot of people will say to me, well, Jeff, you don't understand what force-free means. Yes, I do. You are lying to the public without any coercive techniques. It's impossible to train a dog without coercion. So this is a one sentence thing that everything in it is a lie except for the word and, the word and. Everything else is a lie. And this is the problem with dog training right now is that owners are shamed and, and they made to feel that God forbid they even use leash pressure. 
they even use an e-collar. They use a prong collar. They use coercive techniques. What is coercion? Did you know that using food is coercion? Did you know that using food is coercion? Did you know that luring is coercion? If you take a piece of food and you hold it above your dog's head and it goes into a sit, you have coerced your dog. If you take a piece of food and you hold it down, sorry, hold it down like this and it goes into a downstay, you have used coercion. Are we that stupid to not realize that, there, that coercion exists? You drive the speed limit because you are coerced. You put your seatbelt on because you are coerced. I mean, the, the amount of idiocracy, hypocrisy, and all the other fucking C's is ridiculous. But this is why owners struggle because they've been brainwashed to convinced that anything but what? Literally hoping for the best and not actually training the dog is going to actually work. You actually have to train your dog. And every one of these people that say don't use coercion or either don't own a dog have never trained a dog, have never trained their own dog, because if they have, they've used coercion. It's same with force. These things are impossible. But to... How miserable of a person must Melanie be to make a comment on a page where someone is celebrating success? How miserable must they be in their own personal life? And that's what it boils down to. And that's what I want trainers that are posting videos that get hateful comments to understand that it is because those people are in pain. My big issue is this. I don't care about getting hate. I care about owners not doing what it takes to train their dogs because they've been brainwashed to think that they're abusing their dogs. That's my big message. It baffles me the mindset of somebody so negative. I'm baffled by it. That people actually cannot celebrate somebody else's success. It's baffling. To be so stuck in an ideology. So if you're struggling with your dog and you don't know what to do, there are numerous people, hundreds, thousands, that can help you. But there are 10 times as many that want to see you not be actually helped. They actually don't care about you or your dog. Because if they did, they would give you success. 
and it's based on success. Everything is based on success when it comes to dog training. I want folks to understand that dog training is more toxic than politics. Dog training is more toxic than the abortion discussion, the immigration discussion, Hunter Biden's laptop discussion, the COVID discussion, because it's, it's destroying people's lives. It's killing dogs. And I am blown away that folks, they are, they're picking up on it. But you need to pick up on it quicker because there is a huge segment of this world that doesn't want to see you happy with dogs. They do not want to see you successful with dogs. Many don't want you to own a dog. Many don't want you to train your dog. Many people just want to see the dog run around and have fun, but not ever be held responsible for anything. Many people can't even walk their dog down the street. Many people can't even have anybody come over the house. So if you are hearing these messages, I want you to know that most of them are false when it comes to force-free. It is a lie. It's Force-free means force-free. So don't, tell, don't say, I don't understand what it means. I understand what it means. It means force-free. Oh, do you have some caveats on that one? Minimal force. Oh, now, now we just changed the definition. So why are we calling it force-free? Is those just things as force-free, folks? Put a leash on a dog. It's not force-free. Present food to the dog. It's not force-free. Present food to the dog. Now you're using coercion. Can we please be more results-oriented, success-oriented, client happiness-oriented, and stop with all this fucking bullshit and all this politics? And can we get more people to speak up on this so we can drown out the lies? But everybody's afraid. People are afraid because they're afraid of the word abuse. They're afraid of being called a dog abuser. If you think by using a remote collar, prong collar, corrections are abuse, please, you have no idea what abuse is. Zero. Talk to an animal corrections officer. They'll let you know what true abuse is. Okay. Uh, Murph, morning, Jeff. Uh, missed having you being a part of my morning routine. Hope you guys had a blast in Mexico. We did. We did. Angela had a great time snorkeling, sailboating, parasailing. We couldn't get any photos of that because I, I didn't have a waterproof case for my... In hindsight, I probably should have brought my camera up there. 
but uh you know the, the the big like parachutes they strap you into there's three of us strapped into it and uh, you hang from it and then the boat goes out and you go probably about 300 feet in the air it's pretty peaceful it's really really nice we had a great time not that scary Ange. no it's not Angela's podcast is on tomorrow night, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Norse Mythology. Um, Marie says, hi, Jeff. Love your video on the car anxiety. Yeah, yesterday I did a, um, a video on a... Uh, we get a lot of dogs that are anxious in the car. Stopping. Do you have something to say? Uh, actually, yes. We better get in front of the camera. So I just wanted to say to people who want to go parasail. But are worried it might be well terrifying. It's actually not. It's really peaceful. It, parasailing isn't that scary, and that's coming from the kid who's afraid of spiders. So. All right. Thanks, Edge. I'm glad you did. Uh, hi, Jeff. Love your video on car anxiety. Yeah, car anxiety can be stopped relatively quickly. Um, a lot of people struggle with dogs. I did a thing on it yesterday. A lot of people struggle with dogs um, going back and forth in the back of the car, barking their heads off, panting, anxious. We stop that pretty quick. And we've got videos to show you how to do it. That's another thing is everything we talk about, we've got video documentation, not just one video, dozens, hundreds, sometimes even thousands. Um, Terry, my GST is very much a companion dog, but she hates not going everywhere. She hates not going everywhere with me. She stops eating. She hates not. That's a double negative, I think. She hates not going. So she wants to go everywhere with you. Okay. Well, um, my dogs are companion dogs. I think most people's dogs are companion dogs. That's why it's important to teach your dog how to not go with you and how to be alone. And um, that's why a kennel is great. Um, that's why getting your dog to be calm in a kennel is great. And I understand there's a lot of people that are not big fans of them, and that's fine. That's personal choice. But having your dog be home alone so it can't pee, poo, destroy, and then teaching your dog how to be calm in a crate is a wonderful thing. Deb says, yeah, you're back. You're my alarm clock. Glad you and your family had a great break. Yeah, it was nice. It was it was uh, very relaxing. Beaches were beautiful. Um, it was really, really nice down in Mexico. Uh, Mark, uh, good morning, Jeff. Welcome back to Florida. Hope you guys had a great holiday vacation. We did. Murph, force-free people couldn't care less about the success about the human or the dogs. That's community has the worst hypocritical written all over it. It's virtually unfortunate. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it really is. I mean, show me a video of somebody doing force free training and it, it, I would point out every single time they used force. It's not that difficult to do. I think anybody with any common sense understands that. And since when is force bad? Anybody that's done anything great in life, understands force anybody i mean and i don't humanize much at all but i can play the game all day long let's say your kid doesn't want to put on its winter coat how many parents out there have 
taken a yelling, screaming kid and put the coat and zipped it up, put the gloves, put the hat on their coat, their kid before they walk out the door. How many? How many? Probably every parent has done that that lives in like a cold weather climate. Correct? But dogs get a free pass. Deb says, how can you make such logical sense and still get people who go to that place in their head that is so contrary? Well, I think because when belief systems are so high, logic doesn't make sense. When you're dealing with somebody with that's when you're dealing with folks that are illogical, you can't use logic to counter their thought. It's really difficult to do. And I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. I'm just trying to open up people's eyes. You can train your dog any way you want to. But if I don't know if people are actually aware of how awesome their dogs can be. Kim says, last year my dog spent Christmas muzzled or created around my sister's two dogs and cat. This year we spent Christmas with the same animals. No muzzle or crate. Thank you for showing us how to get our life back to normal. Well, thank you, Kim. And congratulations. And that means you did a lot of hard work. And another reason why I do all this six podcasts a week um, is because of all the people out there that actually want the information that will actually consume the information and then will actually put the information into use. It's incredible the amount of emails that we get about the changes that we've made in people's lives in such a short time. And then you compare it to these idiotic statements and it's just like, you know, you're on the right path when you are doing what we're doing. Uh, Glennon says, thanks for pointing this out, Jeff. Trainers are also shamed for anything but positive training. It's unreal how people have no idea but feel entitled to shame. Non-positive only trainers, thanks for giving us this helpful information. Oh, you're welcome. This is the thing, um, Glennon. There's no such thing as pure positive. Again, people will say, oh, you don't understand what pure positive means. If I grabbed a bottle of water and it said, nothing in here but water, that was the headline. Like that was, that was the front label. The front label of the bottle said, nothing in here but water. And I turn the water bottle over and there's five chemicals and then some, uh, I mean, I doubt there would be glucose in just bottled water, but let's say there was corn syrup. You know, is it pure water or is it not pure water? Have we redefined what pure water is? Have we redefined it? So the marketing department did a good job, but the people that actually put the water in the bottle we're on the same page. 
if you, m most of the work we do is reward-based. And I actually feel highly strongly that applying a punisher to your dog is positive. I don't look at that as a negative at all. Who wouldn't want to teach their dog not to lunge at humans? Who wouldn't want to teach your dog not to break out of crates? Who wouldn't want to teach their dog how not to bark out the front window continuously, bark at guests that came in all the time? Like, what's the negative in that? You know, we can even go deeper into this if we really wanted to go into this whole ideology thing. Hope this was done force-free without any coercive techniques, Melanie. Okay, Melanie, is that where you stop? Or do you have any other requirements? I didn't train this dog, but my team did. Some of them are meat eaters. Does that bother you? Some of them are non-meat -meat eaters. Does that bother you? Some of them vote Republican. Some of them vote Democrat. Does that bother you? Some of them are pro-life. Some of them are pro-choice. Does that bother you? Some of them will never have kids. Some love having kids. Does that bother you? Some of them smoke. Some of them don't smoke. Does that bother you? All the females train the dog. Does that bother you? Is that sexist? Do you take those things into account as well? Or are you only concerned about the coercion and the force free? Some believe that people landed on the moon. Some believe they didn't. Some are for the wall. Some are against the wall. Do you want to know? Do you want to know everything about the people that actually train the dogs as well? And then to determine if the dog was successfully trained or not. Or do you want to just listen to the owner and listen to her experiences and understand how much better her life is? You know, if someone is cured of cancer, Do we put requirements on how it was done? Tayshawn, agreed, Jeff, my in-laws drive me up a wall, treat my dogs if he's a newborn baby, and even the slightest bit of punishment is constantly judged by them. Well, Tayshawn, there's a couple of things you can do. Number one, stop inviting your in-laws over. That's, that is an option. Stop bringing your dog around your in-laws. That is an option. Tell your in-laws, sit them down and say, mind your business. This is what I do.
And if you don't like it, tough shit. Let me go to your house and see what you do all day. Oh, really? Wow. Did you know that you've got, you know, cobwebs in that corner and there's dust over in that corner? Why are there dishes in the sink? Oh, your gas tank is below a quarter of a tank? You know, you should never drive with your gas tank below a quarter of a tank. You see, you know, that peeling paint you've got outside your house? That's really unsightly. I'm surprised your neighbors don't complain. When's the last time you watered your plants? They're not looking very healthy. Wow. Do you know those shoes don't go with that outfit? That haircut, did you do it yourself? It's not a very flattering haircut for your face. Where does it where does it stop? Where does it stop? It's called minding your own fucking business. If you don't like the way someone trains their dog, let them get their own dog and train it any way they want to because the shelters are filled with dogs that would love to live in a home. There's dogs being killed all the time. Go to any shelter right now, there's dogs for adoption. Marie says, go, Angelo. Tasha, my senior dog started peeing in the house. My wife won't let me crate him. What can I do? Can I put diapers and immediately plunge him into the shower as soon as he pees? You could. But I would ask your wife, why is it okay for the dog to piss and possibly shit in the house instead of creating a containment system that a lot of times dogs are crate trained, but not housebroken. So when you're, unsu when you're not supervising your dog, you put your dog in a crate. Why is she against crates? I know why. It's an emotional decision. It is an emotional decision. It's not a rational one. It's emotional. Uh, Bonnie, you've always pointed out what actual abuse is. One of those starving dogs to death. A local board and train here is an example. A woman went to get her bull terrier and they refused her request. Anyway, ended up later with her to bring law enforcement. The dog was found dead in skin and bones in her kennel and found out the facility. We're trying to get the dog cremated before she got back. Very, very sad. And this business is also in an adjoining state. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be bad of everything out there. There's, there, there's a lot of not nice people out there, but there's also a lot of wonderful people out there. And you want to look for someone that's got transparency. You know? Find someone that's got transparency. That's why we do so many updates. You know, find someone that's doing transparency. Linda, if they're so concerned about the dog over the owner, they the trained dog's life is way better too. Do they honestly think that struggling with a reactive dog makes for a fun time? That's a good day for either owner if that small dog gets got chomped. Yeah. Glennon, you do realize that your statement is rational. That's the problem. 
I'm sorry, Linda. Linda, you realize your statement is is uh, uh, rational. That's the problem. You, you, you can't use a rational state. They don't care. I mean, I, I really want people to understand they actually do not care. They don't care if this dog has a better life. They don't care if the owner is happy. They don't care that that white dog didn't get chomped. They don't care. They honestly do not care. They only care about their ideology. That is all they care about. It's no different, and this is going to offend a lot of people. It's no different than somebody that is a non-meat eater shaming a meat eater or not eating meat because they don't want to kill animals. I would love these folks to understand how soybeans are raised, grown. I would love it for them to understand the amount of animals that must die in order for soybeans to prosper. And by the way, I'm a huge fan of tofu. But I want them to understand how many cute little furry animals are slaughtered for their soybeans to grow. Understand it. Understand it. Do you, do you, you don't eat meat? Okay. Do you eat avocados? Oh, you do. Where are your avocados from? Because if they're not from the U.S., you might want to research the avocado industry. It's similar to the drug cartel. It's similar to the drug cartel, believe it or not. Do some research. See, this is the problem is no one does, no one does research. No one reads. No one watches documentaries. No one does research from multiple outlets. Glennon says, it's an emotional decision. You help me word a lot. I used to always just shake my head. Well, sometimes shaking your head with your spouse is a good idea. A little marriage help, not that I'm an expert on that one. It's a good idea. Just be like, I understand. But I mean, if you're like, honey, I, under I understand. I understand your concerns. I understand why you don't want to do this. But can we think about this rationally for a minute here? Which is a trigger word for a lot of people, by the way. And the dog is destroying the carpet. I don't know what's underneath your carpet, but a lot of times there's nice flooring. And it, a lot of times these smells never leave the house. They just never leave the house, even if you rip up the carpeting. It permeates the wood. You get to gut the whole house. It permeates the walls. Who's been in a house that smells like cat piss? Dog piss. Dog shit. There's no dogs there. Could have been from the last owners. And then when it rains, it gets worse. All right, everybody. Hope everybody has a fantastic day. Talk to everybody later. Tonight is the What Would Jeff Do show with Joelle. It's at 6 p.m., I believe. I should know. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Angelo, you ready to go extra? We have to bike the dogs. Probably should put some pants on today. It's cold. Um, you don't have okay. to. It's sunny out. But yeah, it's gonna be cold though. It's cold. It's cold down here in Florida. I probably shouldn't wear shorts. Yeah. All right. Hope everyone has a fantastic day. Love you all. If you're not part of this channel, feel free to join it. Jump under our social media. Um, we got some great courses as well. If you, if you folks liked how that dog walked and if you liked how that dog... Um, and I'm going to lure. Did a great down stay. Good. Down. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker, here! That's my boy! Here? There we go. That's my boy. And then we've got these great... Um, if you look at our... Uh, if you look at our... Um, the Academy page, which is academy.solidcanidetraining.com. First of all, you should want to subscribe to it. By subscribing to it, you don't buy anything. You just are on our mailing list. We don't spam, but it lets you know about other things that we're doing. But we've got some really great courses and then we've got some really great um, bundles. So the bundles are really, really great. You get a puppy course and a queen to graduate course and you save like half price off of that. Um, and then you get a the green to graduate course, which is our number one course. Sorry. I just, oh, it's getting the ball. Um, Green to graduate course with two leash reactive courses. Leash reactivity is a huge issue. We can help you with that. We've got so we've got online courses on all this stuff. So if you want your dog to be fully off leash trained, a green to graduate course, which is one hundred ninety seven dollars. Let me put the link up right now. Um, where am I? There we go. Let me put the link up right now. Um, it's Academy Solid T nine. Ah. All right, academy.solidcanitraining.com. And if you go there, we've got uh, the green to graduate course. You'll fully off-leash train your dog. Like we've stopped doing one-on-ones. We tell people just to buy the course. It's a fourth of the price and it's very, very effective. All right. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you. Hope you have a fantastic day. Take care.